Section 5 of Dwarf Fruit Trees. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Ian Bradford, Nungunungataha, Pew. Dwarf Fruit Trees by Frank Albert Waugh. 5. Special Forms for Trained Trees. We have already explained the connection between dwarf trees and the practice of training them in special forms. It is true that this practice looks childish to American eyes. It seems to be only a kind of play, and a rather juvenile sport at that. Nevertheless, we should understand that in some parts of the world it is a real and profitable commercial undertaking. We should consider also that in other places, where fruit of very high quality is better appreciated, perhaps, than it is in America, the extra trouble is thought to be worth while for the superior quality which it gives the fruit. As this matter is coming to be of more importance in America also, and as the interest in amateur fruit growing is enormously increasing, we may fairly begin to talk about these methods. The formation of trees into bushes and pyramids, by means of systematic pruning according to a definite plan, as explained in the succeeding chapters, while apparently simpler and more reasonable in our American eyes, it is still a method of training the tree. The fruiting branches are placed at definite points, and the fruit spurs are encouraged to grow in regular succession. It is not a very great step from this to a distribution of branches into a more precise form. The different forms which are used most commonly are named and classified in the following outline. Capital A. Forms of three dimensions. Lowercase a vase or bush, b, pyramid, c, winged pyramid, etc., capital B, forms of two dimensions, lowercase a, various espaliers, b, palmette verrier, c, fans or fan espaliers, d, u-form and w-form, capital C, trained to a single stem, lowercase a, upright cordon, b, oblique cordon, c, horizontal cordon, with one arm, with two arms, d, serpentine cordon, etc. Among the forms of three dimensions, none is of much practical importance besides the pyramid and bush or vase form. These are sufficiently explained in the chapters on pears and apples. Here we need only to define them. The pyramid tree is one which has a straight central stem, with branches radiating therefrom. It is especially adapted to upright growing varieties of pears. The bush, or vase form, has several main arms or branches, all standing out from approximately the same point and growing upward at a more or less acute angle, thus forming roughly a vase. The secondary branches put out from these, bearing fruiting wood, as the gardener may order. Figure 15. Pears in double U-form. From Loebner's Der Ghostbäume. Photograph of several mature pears laden with fruit upon their four upright cordons, joined to the short trunk as two concentric U-shapes. The flying pyramid, or winged pyramid, described in all European books, is considerably different from the ordinary pyramid and is more precise in its design. Usually, six arms are brought out at the base of the tree. 
These are grown in a direction approximately horizontal until they reach a convenient length, say two or three feet. They are then suddenly bent upward and inward and are conducted along wires set for this purpose until they meet in a common point with the main stem of the tree some four to eight feet above where the branches put out. There is thus formed a precise mathematical pyramid. Along these main arms, fruiting spurs are allowed to grow, but no branches are expected to develop. Sometimes the flying pyramid is made more elaborate by bending the arms into a spiral form. Other more or less complex modifications are practiced to some extent. All of them are to be regarded merely as curiosities and as of no practical value. The various forms of espaliers and fan-shaped trees have their special and legitimate uses. It may be said that the palmette verrier is regarded generally as being the most successful for the largest number of varieties of fruits. It is a safe rule, also, that the simpler forms are generally the better. With rare exceptions, a tree confined to a moderately small space is more satisfactory than one trained over a large space. Great care must be exercised in forming these trees. If the geometrical style of training is undertaken at all, it should be carried out with considerable precision. If one arm happens to be placed a little higher, or at a little more moderate angle, or otherwise more favorable than the corresponding arm, it will very soon divert to its own use the major portion of food supplied by the top. It will outgrow its mate, and the form which the gardener designed will eventually be lost. It will be seen at once that this condition makes the same care and precision necessary in all forms of training. Figure 16. Pairs in U-form. Sometimes called two-arm upright cordons. Photograph of a long row of U-formed pear trees, spaced closely together, approximately every two feet, and with each of the pairs of upright cordons trained to a height of about eight feet. The U-form classifies somewhere between the cordon and the espalier. It consists of two upright branches joined to a single trunk below by an arc of a circle. The fruit is all borne on the two parallel stems, which are treated essentially the same as upright cordons. Figure 17. Figure 17. Apricots in U-form. Photograph of a young gardener staring lovingly at two side-by-side U-form -side apricot trees growing against an outbuilding's side wall. The double U-form is made by growing two U's from the same tree. The stem is first divided near the ground into two branches, and each of these is immediately divided into two more. The tree thus provides four parallel and equally spaced upright and fruiting stems equal to four upright cordons, except that they are all supported from a single trunk. The U and W forms are employed mostly for plums, apricots, peaches, and nectarines. One occasionally sees much more elaborate schemes of training than any here mentioned. There are complex geometrical designs, even pictorial figures, birds, dogs, and beer steins, and sometimes the initial of the gardener, or the name of his kingly and imperial majesty. In every case, the method of producing these forms is practically the same. A frame is built of wood or wire in the form which it is desired to give the tree. Branches are developed at suitable points on the tree, and these are tied out while they are growing to the wood or metal form. 
it does not require any special care or ingenuity to produce the most elaborate designs in this method it is essentially a job of carpentry we now come to cordons if we take the simplest form namely the upright cordon we have what we may call a tree of one dimension only the upright cordon has nothing but height eschewing both breadth and thickness a cordon is simply a tree trained to a single stem and this stem may be placed in any position the position or direction of the stem classifies the cordon there are therefore besides the upright cordon others which are oblique that is which make an angle with the horizontal those which are horizontal and those which are bent into various forms the serpent form is one of the simplest of these this form of cordon is simply bent back and forth against a trellis forming a series of s's one above another the horizontal cordons are of two varieties namely one arm and two arm forms it is altogether a matter of convenience which one of these forms is chosen figure eighteen pear in espalier this tree is carrying over two hundred fruits photograph of a single tree trained to cover an approximate sixteen foot wide by twelve foot tall brick wall a single main trunk grows up the center of the wall with successive sets of parallel horizontal branches at one foot intervals growing out to the wall's edges in conclusion it may be pointed out that the slower growing trees pears and apples are more suited to the more elaborate forms of training the more free and rapid growing species such as peaches nectarines cherries and japanese plums are better managed in somewhat simpler forms preferably the fan such trees do well however in the u form or w form figure nineteen old espalier pears on farmhouse wall photograph of two men standing in front of a three-story brick farmhouse with neatly trained pears growing up the entire height and breadth of the wall End of five. Recording by Ian Bradford, Nunga Nunga Taha, Pugh.